Hi and welcome back to Cheeky Crypto. My name is Nick and I am joined by your special guest. <laughs> special guest, <laughs> very special guest. Super special. Cheeky Chris. <laughs> yeah, Cheeky Chris. Um welcome. <laughs> it's great to it's great to be here. Appreciate you having you, you me got on the green channel. Tea today. You joined I, me. I have green tea, Manuka honey. Yeah. Yeah, same to yeah, look at that. Yeah. Although you're Do further I... down yours than mine. Um, well, yeah, like yeah. I'm yeah. I, I drink quite quickly. Uh, which, uh, when it's alcohol, is not a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome to Cheeky Crypto, guys. We're here to talk crypto, uh, not green tea and manuka honey. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, uh, green tea day. and manuka honey, you know, it's all good for you. It's good for you. Good start to the day. Uh, how are you feeling fresh today, Chris? No. Um, no, you had no. an early night. I, I did yeah. have a, I did have a like little bit night. of Call of Duty, killed a few teens on DMZ, had an early night. I was up for the beans. I was op up, up. I can't talk. Like this has been a couple uh -huh. of days now. Um, I was up really early. Um, I was checking in with the community to see if anybody from the member section managed to get one of those NFTs. I've seen a few people manage to get them, which is fantastic. So I highlighted a, an airdrop uh, that happened yesterday, and um, yeah, a few people managed to get hold of one of those NFTs. And I think you know if you're lucky enough to get one of the the rarer dragons you could be onto something you know very va very very valuable um, so, so what's the utility here i really don't know i don't know much <laughs> about the nft itself i'm not gonna lie i just heard on the grapevine that there was going to be an advert during the super bowl and um you would scan the qr code and you'd then be eligible for one of these nfts so there's ten thousand of these nfts and basically their other collection had a, a floor price of about 11 ETH, Nick. Cool. So let us know in the live chat. Did uh, did anyone else manage to scoop up a uh, a drag? I mean, well, I have no the, idea. The I didn't pay the attention minimum, to support. <laughs> the minimum amount of money that somebody would have made getting into this airdrop was just $500. For, for, and it was free. So you would have made $500 for, for just taking part and getting one. So... Um, yeah, I think it was a, a great one to, to highlight, if I do say so myself. Um, but yeah, look, I'm, I'm happy that we've seen a few people manage to to get some. I actually went and bought one today for 500. FOMO getting you. <laughs> well, you know, I, I just I just want to partake, Nick. Oh, yeah, you got to take part, right? Exactly. Yeah. I, unfortunately, being in the UK, I didn't manage to get one. Hmm. Okay, go. Well, let's okay. Let's let's start off with the usual stuff. Let's see uh, which countries are being supported today. Let us know where you're watching from. Are you in the uh, sunny UK? It's not so sunny. More sunny down in my my headphones aren't working properly. There's a lot of noises going on in the background of this stream that I simply cannot hear, which is really unusual because normally uh, I'm gonna have to just check a couple of the settings here. Uh, let's take a look. Uh, let us know where you're from, anyway. In there, so we've got Belgium. You can go through that, Chris. Let me just see what's Bournemouth, going on. Nigeria. Ah, there we go. I see. So, so uh, Germany. So, when you say Nigeria, are you in Nigeria right now, or are you still in the UK? Interested to know. Um, what else we've got? Romania, uh, Stockport. Awesome. Ireland. Um, UK, but Polish. Um, Australia, Yorkshire, Thailand, Argentina, Netherlands, Libyan, Libyan. Uh, hopefully, I'm saying that right. Israel. There we go. Sunny East Coast, USA. I wish I could go to the USA, Nick. Yeah, I feel I feel my human rights are being violated. <laughs> I really do. Wow. Yeah. Cameroon. Earth, <laughs> love that. <laughs> I'm just gonna hire this music up. I'm just gonna see if I can hear it. One sec. Am I supposed to pause? I've hired, I hide it up uh, <laughs> a lot, and I, can't, I still can't hear it myself. No doubt, I probably like deafened everybody in the stream. Probably, <laughs> probably. I have no idea why I can't hear um, all the sound effects going on in the stream in my headphones. Something's gone awry. Uh, anyway, we'll, we'll come so, back to that at some so, point. Chris Miami trip loading. Um not sure. Yeah, it's unlikely. Still still no no change on um the rules around the, the dreaded virus. Um 
so yeah it's kind of a a bit of a hiccup um in nigeria at the moment uh back to manchester in a few months time awesome um 10k bottom i don't think it's going to go that low <clears throat> no i reckon too many people are expecting that yeah they no, are it's possible oh, well, course, well, you, so... say, you say that they're not vocal about it everybody's <laughs> no, like we're in a ball run uh yeah <laughs> so there no, we go. i think um it's all going to be dependent on whether or not retail are going to sell is it they if retail continue to hold then i think that will continue to fall well <laughs> i i don't think they're going to be able to continue to hold um for for too much longer because credit card debt is an all-time high nick most expensive type of debt and mm. it's not going to be serviceable so um yeah more people are going to lose their jobs as well because there's problems in retail supply chain uh, second-hand no, no, car no, market no no, the no, no 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 that's not what the us are telling us that's not what they're telling us but that that, that is what's bloody going on nick <laughs> is, I'm, telling you, I'm telling you now like uh the fed have got it all wrong basically. oh yeah they've but completely, then they're looking after their buddies they've completely effed up and um the world is gonna feel that very very soon i feel so there we go um i'm i'm not seeing a 10k bitcoin um but i am seeing um a new lower lows kind of i i didn't want to get into this yeah. but, but i'm into it now um you are you're too deep now chris too deep far too deep but there we go <laughs> there yeah i think there's going to be another move to the downside it's nothing new to the channel we talk about this all the time we'll see you know what happens when we get there right um we should not be streaming to twitch i hope we're not streaming to twitch did i not tick a button oh <laughs> we'll be in trouble yeah let me have a look shouldn't be streaming to twitch we're gonna be a big trouble if we are <laughs> it could very well be because we did a stream yesterday to twitch no we're not streaming to twitch don't do that to me. Don't give me a heart attack like that. Not streaming um, to Twitch. <laughs> there we go. Um fourteen K bottom. I think that's more likely. Um so yeah. Look, uh, everybody's is is guessing. It's a it's a complete uh guessing game, right? <laughs> yeah, like, guessing game. Everyone keeps finger, saying that, yeah. Finger, yeah, finger in the guessing. air. You know, we're in a ball no. run. Everyone's guessing. But it, it, the whole entire market has always and ever will always ever be until it gets to a more mature state, just pure guesswork. And all you're trying to do is just give yourself the better probability on the outcome that you're looking for. Right. And um, that's essentially it. It's, it's trying to use various different tools to ascertain what the most probable scenario is. Uh, no one knows for certain. And the market is unpredictable. Um, and basically, all you're trying to do is just figure out uh, what is the most probable scenario. That's it, really. Yeah, it's pretty much it. And uh, my chain link order came in today, Nick. It got hit. It did, yeah. I saw that in the buy alerts, which yep. obviously is a, a perk to, uh, well, to the YouTube memberships now. It is. As, as well, well as, as uh, Patreon. Patreon, yeah. yeah. So uh, we actually have a HODL member who joined up today. Um, <clears throat> let me see if I can find it. Uh, Patrick, Patrick Stanford, welcome to the HODL membership. Make sure you link YouTube up to Discord and then you'll get access to the server uh, where you'll find a lot of additional things that we do for the Cheeky Crypto community. Cool yeah. stuff. We've got um, Chainlink, too expensive. Uh, yeah, I'd say it's expensive, but actually, yeah. you know, in the next bull run, are you going to be looking at it and saying that? Probably not. I still think that, you know, it's a minimum 10x from from where it is currently. So um, for me, I'm just, uh, you know, dollar cost averaging, as I always do. Um, it's one of those. Yeah, I've got um, I've got too much on the side, as you would say, Chris, in comparison to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, waiting. You, you, um, you've got like three times the amount that I've got on the sidelines. Yeah, we'll get there. Uh, I just put one of those. Um, I want. I want to make sure I'm on the right side of the trade. That's all. Uh, and don't necessarily mean lower lows. That doesn't necessarily mean lower lows. It just means that I want to make sure that things are, you know, looking good. Uh, then I'll start dollar cost averaging in probably, and that probably will start happening soon. I would have thought. 
You've been saying that for a while. Yeah, you know, it's what it is. Well, you know, I'm going to continue to dollar cost average. I still think at these prices, they're, they're still really good prices. Um, you know, when I consider where I think the market's actually heading. So, yeah, um, you'll see me, you know, pretty much on on only on red days where, where the market pulls back are, are, you know, probably dollar cost average on an almost daily basis moving forward. Mm. Uh, here's a video idea. Uh, how much? Uh, how much? How much? How many? Can you, can you talk? Can't you talk. You've got no. a little bit of what I've got done, going done, on. Done how, how many V chain? It's because it's how it's worded. How many V chain? How much V chain uh, do you need to own in order to become a millionaire in the next bull run? It's a video idea. Maybe we'll do that. Yeah, maybe we'll do that. <laughs> like, maybe we've already talked about doing that. <laughs> maybe, maybe we already have. Maybe we uh, already have. <laughs> there we go. One million vets. I feel like that's a <laughs> <laughs> one million vet. Uh, yeah, good. That's a good. I mean, I still have that target. I don't own a million vet, um, but um, you know, maybe that is uh, still something I need to do. I don't know. Yeah, I'm I mean, you, you could you could buy a few million. Yeah, you're right. I could. Not going to. I could. A balanced portfolio, Chris. A balanced portfolio. Yeah, unlike mine at the moment, but we're getting there, <laughs> which is why I'm over overspending for certain things. I just want yeah. to get the percentages right. So there we go. Um, retail won't sell, knowing a bull market is coming. Yes, they will. No, uh, I don't think they'll have a choice. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and that's, that's the thing. That's the thing. They won't want to to sell. Like yeah. who in who in retail wants to sell? They want to hold and they want to, you know, see the 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 bull market. But uh, you know. A lot of people will have families. They will not be able to pay their bills. They won't be able to keep the lights on at home and the heating on at home. They will have no choice. They, you know, that. Um, and matter of fact, we've we've got somebody that's in Nigeria. Is it true that there's the the run on the banks and everything that we're seeing in the media um, because they're introducing uh, the CBDCs and? Um, putting a cap on how much uh, cash you can be w withdrawn let me know i'm interested to see i've been seeing a lot of lot of stuff around that recently um how true is it mm, yeah here's some good news i can get some sound effects like i just heard a oh yeah um but i still can't hear the music in the background that is beyond <laughs> me i have no idea what's going on with that but uh now, we appreciate the super chat, but I, I do I don't think it's going to be a case of the retail want to sell. It will be a case that there will be a necessity. Yeah, um, but you've got to bear in mind it's not going to be a lot of retail that will sell either. Um, it'll just be a significant uh, drop in terms of the amount of retail that has accumulated. Right, for example, we have close to one million um, holders of one BTC, one BTC or more. Right, um, we'll probably see that drop by maybe thirty percent. Right, that's all that's going to be required there, in my opinion. So it'll be interesting to kind of see how it kind of goes. Um, but yeah, I, I think it'll be that. Unfortunately, the most vulnerable are the ones that will probably sell. Yeah, um, I would agree. Uh, but surely most people who are going to be in the situation they can't afford electricity would already be out of any investments. Uh, Not necessarily almost, true. <laughs> they got to build up that credit card debt, deplete their savings accounts first. And then they'll sell their crypto, most likely. Yeah. Or other investments. Yeah. It it depends on on the individual. And um, there will be people that just be holding on uh, very, very tightly. And uh, yeah, it's one of those, you know, because there'll there, there be people that argue, well, the people, the type of people that invest are, are not the ones going from paycheck to paycheck. Um, but I would argue that there, there will be you know, business owners that, you know, are going to be struggling with their businesses and are going to have to sell also, you know, slightly bigger players um, that are perhaps not like big whales, but, you know, kind of between retail and, and whale sort of positions uh, are likely to sell also uh, when things start to, to get really bad. There is a, an awful lot of um, issues around supply, like oversupply, lots of companies, particularly in retail, I've got too much stock, which means they're going to have to sell it off cheap, which means they're going to be, you know, selling it, you know, potentially, uh, maybe not a loss, but, you know, they're going to be, uh, they're going to be in some, some very difficult times, which means I think a lot of people are going to see more layoffs and, and that sort of stuff. Then you've got the secondhand uh, car market again, 
Uh, I know people were talking about this before, but I think it's now becoming more of a reality where people purchased uh, cars during the uh, the virus stuff that was was going off because they didn't want to use public transport. Now they realize like, and feel more comfortable using the transport that they don't need the car. So, you know, there's an oversupply of, of cars, which means they'll be sold cheaper. But, you know, these car companies that, you know, were, were buying these uh, premium and they're gonna they're gonna be selling at a loss. So again, I just I just think there's a, a, an awful lot going on that's gonna be uh, troubling for for the market and individuals that are invested in crypto. So yeah, it is what it is. I think the stock market's gonna you know pull back significantly as well. Um, I, I think a lot of people have got the market completely wrong. Yeah, um, I'm yet to actually catch up on your video on that one, Chris. Um, mm. BUSD. Yeah. So the, I, I think like usual market overreaction, um, like I've kind of said my thoughts on it and it, and yeah, I could be wrong. Like, um, I don't know for certain, but there seems to be this, this agenda against Binance. I don't know if anybody's noticed, but like, you know, there could be five exchanges that, you know, participate in something really, really bad. But the main headline is Binance. Binance did so look X. over here. Don't pay attention yeah, to this. Don't worry about these four. Yeah. They don't matter. But, you know, Binance, Binance, Binance. And, um, you know, it looks like the regulator out of New York has said to, to Paxos that they need to stop issuing uh, BUSD. Um, so let's just, you know, go over this here. They need to stop issuing. What's been issued should be backed one to one by Paxos. So, you know, there should be no issues. I think it's just a, a market overreaction. Um, but, you know... At the same time, you've got to look after yourselves. Um, you know, failing BUSD, uh, USDC is probably the next safest one. But I don't think there's an issue with BUSD, just to be clear. I think this is an agenda. Oh, yeah. It, uh, it very much looks... I mean, everyone thinks that... Uh, I say everyone. There's a huge majority of people that think that BUSD is a Binance stablecoin. Yeah, they don't they don't <laughs> understand it at all. Like, it's the most regulated stablecoin in the space. There isn't one yeah. more regulated than uh, BUSD, uh, apart from the other ones run by Paxos, obviously. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> they're, they're equally <laughs> regulated. Yeah, there's, there's definitely an agenda against Binance and... Uh, well, you know, the US are just uh, doing what the US do best, right? We're going we're gonna to say that everyone needs to come into compliance without providing them the guidelines yeah, of the compliance. Exactly, exactly. You know <laughs> what, like, any, yeah, anyone could be a dictator like that and just be like, yeah, you just, uh, yeah, just uh, take a fine <laughs> there and fine here. Um, and then make out it was really easy and you should have just known that you just needed to go to this particular website and fill in a form and, you know, uh, I'd, I I I mock um, the the leadership of, of the SEC. Uh, you know, I think they they've done a lot of damage in in the space and a lot of damage to retail. Uh, they haven't <coughs> uh, abided by their their own mission statement uh, bullet points. At least two of the three they failed on epically, in my opinion. Um, you know, uh, I think that you know Gary should sack all of the leadership team in and then uh, the SEC and then resign immediately. Uh, and at least somebody can come in and, and, and restructure it and, uh, you know, do a better job. Maybe crypto mom. Mm. She'd probably okay. be good. Even people working there are like, I don't agree with this. Like that says it all. <laughs> like does all, it, it does say it all. Um, even if it's just, you know, a, you know, a few, a few people, pockets of people. Um, roll back time to 2020. And uh, there were people who disagreeing with uh, Jay Clayton's decision to drop the lawsuit on Ripple too. Yeah, it's, it's, here it, we are, it's, three years later. I know it, it's madness, but um, yeah, uh, I think that sort of wraps BUSD up. Really, um, am I concerned? No, it's issued. It's backed one to one. If they stop issuing it, um, it's a case of monitoring to see what you know Binance do. Do they look for somebody else? Um, you know, it's one of those. Um, we'll see how it how it sort of uh, rolls out and continues, and you know what next. Um, but there's there's a clear agenda against Binance, and um, it's one of those, isn't it? Like uh, it's almost like Binance are responsible for FTX, you know, fraud at this rate. It's almost like um, ZZ's the the bad guy, and uh, 
you know, their little, golden, their, 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 their little golden boy, Sam, you know, has just been caught up in the middle of this fraud. Like, <laughs> yeah, anyone would think that this EZ was the bad guy in all of this. Like, um, look, uh, the SEC are as much culpable for the FTX uh, scam, um, fraud, whatever you want to label it. Uh, as Sam himself, right? Because it happened under Gensler's watch and the SEC's watch. And uh, like, there should have been processes in place. It shouldn't be, it shouldn't be that you find out that this has been going on. There should have been mechanisms or processes put in place from the SEC that, you know, they audit companies um, of a certain size or, you know, something along those lines. I just think that this could have uh, been something that never actually uh, happened uh, if the SEC had decent processes and uh, proper decent, you know, I guess oversight of, of the space. But, you know, it's my my opinion. I mean, but... so the SEC does have an oversight, but they're just choosing to ignore it. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. It's one of those. I, I kind of feel like, uh, uh, I kind of think that Gary and Sam should probably be cellmates. Yeah. Not, soul, not soulmates, cellmates. They can be soulmates in a cell if yeah. they really wanted to. Soul, uh, that's soul to cellmates. That's what they should be. <laughs> yeah, soul, yeah, soul cellmates. cellmates. There we go. Uh, but do you want to know something interesting, Chris? After all this bullishness in the market. Um, were, were we wrong again? Uh, we're, 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 look, at the end of the day, Chris, we're always wrong in someone's eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but what I was going to say was uh, let me get that. let me bring the cameras up see if this works there we go 994 billion dollar market cap under oh, wow. that 1 trillion dollar what uh, happened nick we were in a bull run we were in a bull run bull bull bun a bull, bull run. run a bull uh, bun yeah, run. what what on earth was going on here like what i mean have, have we been duped have we been lied to no, <sighs> no. that wouldn't happen no, it wouldn't happen I've moon boys watching, know what they're doing. I've, I've been watching some of these moon boys for for some time. When the bottom gets hit, when there's They've a new bottom, they've got such a uh, huge it, following as well. I, they can move they markets, Nick. They can. They can't possibly. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, no, yeah, exactly. Absolutely not. Um, what, what, um, what, 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 those trend lines are fantastic. <laughs> what I would say is, when the bottom, the new, the new low comes in, that is the the bottom, and uh, now we're in a bull run. And then when um, you know the you know you get a bit of a pump, we're definitely in a bull run. Uh, it's definitely a bull run this time. That was confirmation of the bottom indicator. This indicator that, and then we go down to 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 a, a new low, and it's like this is definitely the bottom. It's just <laughs> it's just a cycle. It's, Magical it's indicators telling us it's the bottom. Uh, trend line yeah. says so. Uh, we're going point, to the moon <laughs> at this point, Nick. I want to go fit a kitchen. <laughs> yeah, exactly, isn't it right? Yeah, I uh, just of course. Dude. Of which um, my work here has been delayed a little bit actually. A few days, a few days. Unbelievable. Um, do unbelievable. They, do they know you've got a schedule? <laughs> they think they do. Um, but yeah, so at least we get a quiet day today on the AMA and not this afternoon. Um, $994 billion market cap, a $48 billion trading volume in the last 24 hours. A Bitcoin dominance here, according to coin market cap, 41.9 and Ethereum at 18.3. There's another magical exchange here. 547 different exchanges, centralized and decentralized, but Binance is the one that they're going after. Uh, not the ones that are, you know, slipping away with all the money. Uh, you've seen a few of those recently. <laughs> yeah, I love this. Trend lines are 100% accurate, 50% of the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly here. Exactly. I love it. Ah, oh, fantastic. Um, 22,530 different cryptocurrencies, Chris. It's a lot of cryptocurrency. You've got to make sure you do your own research, come to your own conclusions. Do not just blindly follow your favorite twit on Twitter uh, or even your favorite Instagram model on Instagram, which would be obviously on Instagram because it's an Instagram model. I'm just going to shut up, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think I think you should. I was, I was hearing birds, Nick. I thought I was going crazy. Um, but no, I just had my camera on. Uh, with the sound <laughs> camera with a sound yeah i've got like my, my camera outside the front of the house i like to have uh, it open um, right. uh, you know on the desktop but i forgot 
to turn the sound off. So all I could hear was birds. I actually thought I was going crazy. It's like Nick said he's got sound effects. Why would he be playing birds? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, 22,530 different cryptocurrencies. Don't just blindly follow your favorite influencers. Make sure that you do your own research. Come to your own conclusions. And uh, in doing so, you'll be able to avoid all the scams, the honeypots, the rug pulls, and find those diamonds in the rough and the hidden gems. But don't take my word for it. That's kind of the point. I'm not a financial advisor. I cannot give you financial advice, Chris. Did you get qualified? No, never. I'm never getting qualified. The reason why I'm never getting qualified <laughs> is because it just slowed me down from making lots of money. Yeah, this is true. Um, so, yeah, we're not financial advisors. Don't just take our word for anything blindly either. Do your own research, come to your own conclusions, and hopefully you should be able to navigate the space a lot safer. 22,530 cryptos, Chris. It's a lot of cryptocurrency. And, of course, CoinMarketCap doesn't even list them all. So <laughs> exactly, you know, it's, one it's, of those. One. it's one of those. Um, we've got 476 wonderful people in the stream. Uh, appreciate if you, uh, you know, mash up that like button, uh, show a bit of support. That'd be awesome. Hey, you know, Chris, I was saying uh, the other day uh, that I'm two thirds in crypto and I've still got to deploy a third. Yeah, yeah, as time progresses, I just accrue more fiat. It's just terrible. <laughs> it's just terrible. Um, but it does mean that they are, I'm no longer really two thirds in crypto anymore. <laughs> what are you in? Like, I have no idea at this point. I need to figure it back out again. Um, but I reckon it's now probably 50 50, something to that effect. Wow. Uh, yeah, like, you know, it is what it is. Um, and I can see people in the live chat 80% uh, out of the market. Um, so, you know, I, yeah, I think we've still got a lot of fiat to deploy. Um, so we'll see how it kind of goes. And, um, you know, I'm not necessarily saying you know, I'm waiting for a new lower low, but I am waiting for cheaper prices than they have been. Mm. And you know what we forgot to do? No. Ba -ba -ba. What, what did we forget to do? We forgot to do? to do announcements. What announcements we got? I don't, I don't oh, know. Oh, you've got, you got a pretty big one. I always have announcements. Are we going to do some discounts? Are we going to do some... Say, I got married, guys. I got married. No. <laughs> Your wife would have something to say about that. <laughs> Who are you uh, marrying? Does she not know? Um, <laughs> oh, jeez. No. Uh, announcements. Anything He's from you? another baby. Oh, God, no. <laughs> God, no. No, two's enough. 50-50. Um, um, yeah, any announcements, Chris? Well, I don't know. Are we going to do? Are we going to do some discount on courses for, well, for tomorrow? I, I, tomorrow is Valentine's I, I feel, Day, right? I, I, right? Tomorrow is Valentine's Day, yeah. right? And uh, in order to help everybody to not get liquidated this Valentine's Day, we're thinking of running a promotions on Smart Money Concepts, right? <laughs> which is a new course. <laughs> it's a new course. Um, yeah. So, say I want to try to come up with some kind of advert or whatever. And say you care with Smart Money Concepts. Grab 40% off today. I don't yeah, even know. I, I, to be honest, this sounds like a community led um, <laughs> you know, thing going on here, Nick. Um, does, let us know it? what you think we should uh, label up the sale of smart money concepts for Valentine's Day sale. Uh, what should we go with? Let us know in the comments. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of got like three things or two things, two ideas maybe. Like, um, don't let her liquidate you this Valentine's Day. Get your 40% off smart money concept. Something to that effect. I need some kind of strap line. Like, I, I don't know if, like, yeah, Valentine's Day, will it be a bloody one? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Who knows? Um, Everyone's trying to guess the price, too. Hmm. I, I've, I, no, I haven't really thought about it. I mean, this course is uh, about probably half the size of these um, of the Elliott Wave Theory course. Uh, and, yeah, so, yeah, it's going to be cheaper than the, the Elliott Wave Theory course. 100% in stables at the moment. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Use you... protection this Valentine's Day. Use smart money concepts. <laughs> I like that one. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I like it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> there we go. Um, any other? Uh, so I'm going to be sending an obscene amount of Ada to the developer <laughs> like for today. And, I like um, this one. In honor of Valentine's Day, sixty nine dollars. <laughs> oh crikey! I love it. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> um, what we got? We've got. Um, I'm sending over a silly amount of Ada to the. Um, developer today to start sending over the cardana llamas llama 
Donna Lama. Yeah, Psychic. Can't wait. Um, yeah, Cardana Llamas. Cardana Llama. There is so much that is going to happen with those things. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, of course, these are individuals because, you know, you get the LP and uh, LP, the IPs and all that kind of stuff. So, um, uh, too many ideas. Where do you start? That's the I know. We've got so many ideas for this. Uh, we want to demonstrate the uh, benefits of only one. Uh, so, yeah, watch this space. How um, many of those bad boys have sold, Chris? Llama, uh, llama, llama, llama. <laughs> so, so the, I was up really early going through the spreadsheet, um, you know, listing all the wallets. Um, so, yeah, thousands have sold. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I don't know how many. It's about like less than one and a half thousand left. Okay, so, cool. and and the idea of this is they're five ADA each, which just to be clear, this doesn't cost, cost uh, cover the cost of like us doing this. Um, it's really about you know people learning about NFTs. It's all about education, and um, it's a great way to dip your toe in if you've never been in NFTs before, because they're like two two pounds uh two dollars fifty or something silly like an nft so it's not really for us it's not about the money it's about you know getting as many people to participate as possible and um yeah hopefully people will make money from it we'll see good stuff good stuff um so i'm gonna hopefully finish off smart money concepts today all the videos have been recorded all been uploaded but i need to create the website pages and all Mm -hmm. that usual stuff and then we'll get that across the line and then i'll post something in the discord and uh and there we go. We will get that one across the line. And then uh, we'll obviously be sending over all of the uh, <laughs> all the ADA uh, to the developer to get all the uh, llamas minted and distributed. Yeah. Cool. So they should, I would have thought, be distributed this week, which would be awesome. Uh, I'm going to keep the sale thing open because I think once people start seeing them and receiving them, uh, there'll be others that want to sort of uh, participate. So, yeah, we'll see how that how that goes. But yeah, there's. I went through Maybe. all the rarities. I, I listed the rarities and stuff in the the Discord uh, under general chat, so you can see like the super rare ones. Awesome stuff. Um, I'm not sure if we keep the sale open or not. Um, and my thought process there is. I think we but... leave it open a couple of days. Oh uh, yeah. Okay, we'll see. I just don't want it to be like uh, we oversell it because you know there's no real mechanism to prevent that. I don't think. Oversubscribe. We can't be oversubscribing. No. <laughs> uh, it's all cool. Okay. So, what do you reckon's going on with Bitcoin? Uh, I think it's going to go down, Nick. Do you think it's going to get? I don't think it's got that much further to go down, Chris. Well, then it's going to go moon up boy. a little bit. Moon boy, board the rocket. Do you, I just reckon the moon boys boarded the wrong platform. I said this before, right? There was no rocket. They just went up the stairs to the very top, trying to board something that wasn't there. Yeah, the rocket was next door. <laughs> it was next door. Got to go back down first. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's all funny, fun games. Um, let's take a look at some Bitcoin top level stuff, and uh, then we'll take it from there. So. <clears throat> 19,289,468 BTC in circulating supply. Uh, the price that I pulled this morning, uh, roughly around 9 o'clock, was $21,690. Multiply the supply with the price and you end up with that magical market cap at $418.33 billion. Uh, there's two other calculations for market cap, equally as pointless as the last. Um, $418.6 billion in liquid market cap, which somehow is greater than the non-liquid market cap or the standard calculation for market cap then we have a realized market cap at 382.75 billion dollars which is realized which basically just takes us time stamp and the price that bitcoin was when it moved from one wallet to another wallet and so forth um there were 8.99 billion dollars of transactional volume in the last 24 hours 4.49 billion dollars of trading volume across the top 10 exchanges the dominance level is 40.59 which is obviously lower than that of coin market cap the lower the number the more accurate the number but the by no stretching the imagination do we think this is the most accurate uh, it all depends on how much data is being uh, pulled and so forth uh, more data uh, you can divide bitcoin's market cap by total market cap you get a lower dom- dominance number 
Um, 861.49 thousand active addresses in the last 24 hours. Again, slightly lower than it was a couple of days ago, but still higher than the norm uh, in the bear market. So there's activity occurring here. We produced 162 blocks, which is reasonably high for Bitcoin um, at a cost of $404,000. Nothing terribly too much unusual activity or anything like that. It's pretty standard. Uh, we can see the price, obviously, $21,690 when I pulled the data this morning, just short of the all-time high of $69,000 here. You can kind of see it's just short of that. And this is USD, not USDT. If you go to the Binance chart, you'll see it exactly on $69,000 to the penny. Um, and of course, um, we are therefore 68.1991% from the all-time high. Um, so pretty interesting stuff. Now let's go ahead and uh, hide our cameras as we kind of move off into the next page. Now, up in the top right-hand corner, top right-hand corner here, inflows and outflows since the 1st of January 2022. At the top here, going on to exchanges, 1.18 million uh, BTC. Now, I'm going to go ahead and actually adjust these a little bit. Let me find the right thing. Can I do it here? Format, data. Oh, you're not going to let me, are you? I was hoping I would be able to adjust it, but it's not going to let me. I was going to see if I can get another decimal place in there. Um, anyway, 1.18 million going onto exchanges, 1.19 million coming off the exchanges. This is now decreased. It was 20,000 Bitcoin, now is only 10,000 Bitcoin. This is basically telling us that we've seen more going onto the exchanges than has been coming off recently, uh, and it's not a bullish indication, right? We are not seeing accumulation in 2023, despite, Chris, despite what's... Um, I don't even know what the analytical firm was called. Sentiment or whatever. They're cutting the data to make it look like whales were buying. Well, that doesn't look like they were buying, does it? <laughs> like, what, what were they supposed to be buying? Uh, they're supposed to be buying Bitcoin, right? But they omitted uh, the data was cut between 1,000 Bitcoin per wallet mm. and 10,000 Bitcoin per wallet, right? So it's only looking at that subsection of data, that sub net worth of data and in reality if you just look at anything over 10,000 bitcoin you can tell that the big kraken size wallets the 10,000 bitcoin wallets were dumping <laughs> right so they're balanced out so there's no real accumulation going on here yeah. um you can cut the data like to make it do whatever you want essentially um but if you're actually a proper analyst and you want to be you know truthful and not try to spin your own narrative data just simply is the data don't try to mess with it um and cut it up differently. But anyway, it is what it is. They were buying so, sandwiches. That's what they, they were, were buying. buying. Sandwiches. <laughs> they're, 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 I mean, they don't really care at the moment. They're just um, just liquidity hunting. Uh, it would appear. What do you uh, of reckon which... they are caviar sandwiches. What do you reckon they were? Caviar, caviar, maybe. Caviar um, sandwiches. That yeah, taste uh, that, I mean, to be honest with you, wouldn't it always like caviar? It's, it's not like yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. We'll just leave that there. We'll just, just go back into the data. We can see that not much has really occurred because we have our balance on exchanges here, basically just trading sideways, and it has been trading sideways since uh, the 18th of December 2022. We can see that we saw all this, um, I guess, accumulation, but basically Bitcoin being withdrawn from the exchanges uh, due to FTX, and then everyone getting really comfortable with the exchanges, putting it back on, and we end up up here in this flat line. This is the difference between inflows and outflows, by the way, guys, and this is not a bullish indication. This is a kind of really static flat market, equal demand and supply, uh, essentially. Now, if we um, come back to this in a moment, we'll just talk about the hodl waves briefly. Hodl waves is an indication as to how long Bitcoin has been static for in an address, and um, you like to see this kind of age right we're looking forward to seeing well we're looking to see whether or not long-term holders are getting shaken out of the space so we break up bitcoin holdings into buckets of time how long it's been held for 10 years or more seven to ten years five to seven years three to five years two to three years one to two years and then a whole host of months all the way down to 24 hours right and then we have two rows of data the top row here is the 11th of february and the bottom row is the 12th of february and what we do here is we just check day on day to see whether or not anything has changed now, um, 10 years or more, no change at 13.66% of the supply. So 13.66% of Bitcoin has not moved in over 10 years. Uh, it's a pretty meaty sized uh, 
slice of uh, of Bitcoin there. Okay, six point one two percent of the supply has not moved in seven to ten years. No change day on day. A slight increase on the five to seven years, going from eight point three one to eight point three four percent of the supply. And we can see that there's a decrease then from our three to fives as they go up a bracket, going from ten point nine seven to ten point nine five percent of the supply. An increase on the two to three year holders going from 10.65 to 10.82. And therefore, we see a decrease in the one to twos as they go up a bracket, 17.2 to 17.02. So essentially, Bitcoin's aging. No one's really been shaken out. But there's a huge amount of this Bitcoin supply that just simply hasn't moved in a very long time. Let's move on to the inflows and the outflows. So as a shocker to no one, uh, when we have the top level macro uh, inflows and outflows and we can see that you know we started to decrease from the 20,000 BTC uh, that had been accumulated since the 1st of January it is dropping down to 10,000 BTC where we can see here that there's more going onto the exchanges and since the 10th of February you can see that over the weekend slightly higher here uh, in the last 24 hours but it is minor uh, essentially all we're doing here is just dancing around we've got inflows we've got outflows and everything's kind of just being matched up quite equally uh, which is why we're seeing those flat periods up here on the exchanges it, bitcoin comes on comes off and it just stays flat and up here as well you can see it's relatively flat and this is because is, everything's being equally met supply and demand is pretty much equal um so when we see that on here we can see that it's not bullish it's not necessarily bearish either it's just flat and boring um now as we come over to the bitcoin dust side of things this is basically wallets that have over 0.01 btc in them and you can see that we have this a continuous accumulation of small retail wallets uh basically we're up here at 11.5 65 uh so 11,565,291 wallets um, and we can see this continued growth here so this is real small uh, wallets and that kind of stuff now as we move up into the retail side slightly larger retail side we have krill which is over 0.1 bitcoin shrimp which is over one bitcoin and dolphins over 10 bitcoin okay now these wallets uh counts they are inclusive of each other which basically means that the krill wallet count includes that of the shrimps the dolphins the whales and so forth right this allows us to keep a nice curved line rather than one that is choppy and spiky all over the place like if i come over to this page for example if we we're only looking at you know what was between certain wallet sizes we'd end up with a very spiky wallet uh, count like this right and it's not easy to then read instead what we like to do is we like to make sure we have this nice curve to it and it also means that in order for a decrease to incur on the krill our shrimps here would also have to kind of decrease quite dramatically to become less than 0.1 Bitcoin. And you start to see a bit of a knock-on effect. You don't really tend to get that so much if you kind of start to isolate things out. So we keep our wallets with this uh, over 0.1, over 1 Bitcoin, over 10 Bitcoin, over 100, over 1,000, over 10,000. It allows us then to keep a nice curvy line that allows us to keep an eye on what is going on without getting too distracted by lots of jumpy movements so up here we can see that we see accumulation on at least the krill side and the shrimp side and we see it a little bit over the last few days when it comes to dolphins but they have come down in the last 24 hours a little bit so a small increase here 4.225 million uh, when it comes to krill and, and over here we have 981,000 uh, when it comes to shrimps and over this side we can see 155,000 um, dolphin wallets okay so now if we come up into the larger kind of institutional grade level wallet counts we have 100 bitcoin these are your sharks the thousand bitcoin those are your whales and the kraken uh, will hump back depending on what data source you want to look at um 10,000 Bitcoin or more, right? Um, so essentially what we have here, sharks, which are your traders, you can see that they accumulated Bitcoin before the surge, right? And then we are questioning why they were doing this, but they did a perfect job here of actually getting that one sorted. And you can see they've been slowly kind of just taking profits at the top end here. So you can see that they're coming down and they have been coming down over the last few days, not a problem. You can also see that the whales, which over over 1,000 Bitcoin, have gone down into a new lower low on wave uh, on wallet counts, right? Uh, you know, price actions peaked and obviously they were taking profits. So you can see that right in there. Okay, and they started to accumulate a little bit on that dump to the downside there a little bit, but 
but you know i don't think that's anything major and all we really were looking for here is another reason to drop you can see here that the kraken size wallets did drop down to a low of 113 wallets and now they're back up here at 117 wallets um so again nothing too much major to kind of talk about one of the things that we are looking for if we just reference 2018 is that uh, this was the bottom uh, according to a lot of the moon boys after this recent pull to the downside on bitcoin's price action in 2018 uh, so retail comes in and buys it no, they were wrong. This is now the bottom, so retail buys that dip. No, this is now the bottom, so retail buys that dip. And by the time they get to this flat period here, you can see there's no real reason for them to be selling, right? At this point, they lose faith that things are going well or whatever, and they start selling, and the price just trades sideways, right? Now, you might think, well, why are the wallet counts decreasing, but the price not decreasing? Well, that's quite simple, because during this flat period here, this is where the whales are buying. Okay, so the whales are buying the Bitcoin from our retail investors. Right? We can see that right in here. Okay, and then you might think, well, what is the Kraken size wallet doing? Well, the Kraken size wallet was accumulating during this entire bear market only to flood the system and bring us down into the actual bear market low, of which during this particular time, you can then see a surge up here with the whale wallets, which makes me wonder whether or not the Kraken size wallet and the whale size wallet are actually working together in conjunction to bring that market down and basically accumulate Bitcoin. Um, so where we are right now is this is what it looks like over 365 days. The retails have been or retail investors have been buying because they believe this was the bottom. Uh, they were buying over here because they believe that was the bottom. They're buying the June low because there were so many magical indicators that that was the bottom. Then, of course, November comes along and they start withdrawing from the exchanges and they're buying that. that now the bottom's definitely in, right? Um, and, you know, what we're waiting for here is waiting for these guys to sell because until these guys sell, our retail, our, our whale investors, sorry, our institutional investors cannot buy. There's always a buyer, there's always a seller, and basically we can't see anything occurring here yet. So no accumulation here, and there's no accumulation on the whale side because there is no one dumping and selling on the uh, retail side. Okay, so until those two things happen, we shouldn't be getting too excited. The Kraken size wallet has been accumulating during the bear market and yet to flood the system either. So all in all, Chris, we are where we are, and I do personally think that we have to go down into a new lower low. Yeah, and um, I'm just seeing comments on, on Twitter because I like to, to scan to see what's being said. <laughs> so 24,300 to 21,457 is a Bitcoin crash. I don't see it, even if we test 15K is normal. Um, so yeah, look, the, the, the thumbnail says Bitcoin crash coming, not we're in the crash. <laughs> like, <laughs> um yeah it's it's one of those i think that you know I, I say it time and time again right um from a psychology point of view if you hear something enough you're told something enough you see something enough it becomes the gospel truth even if it isn't and that is what we have with this crypto market we have all these influences with large followers uh i say large followers as if each of each one of their followers is large um yeah a real. large group <laughs> of followers yeah um and uh they're being told this constantly and then they're sharing it constantly uh amongst their, their friends and family and uh other channels are copying each other but they're um, all in a group anyway so they all form the one narrative together yeah, and exactly. then they shill it yeah and um you know you, you can see you can see this um but then it makes people have doubt and uh i think that's what we're seeing we're seeing a lot of people with a lot of doubt and uh you know it's it's i want to go as far as to say it's it's not even their fault oh it's, it's, it's not it's not it's type, not it's not um it's not like retail is is deliberately going out there to kind of form it's it's the, it's the sources of information that are the problem right and unfortunately and as you say from a psychological point of view everyone when we go out there and do your own research you're looking for confirmation of what you've heard of what you've seen right and unfortunately because these guys there's hundreds of them all in the same group they're all shilling the same story and therefore you get this confirmation and this bias confirmation of yeah that that's exactly what's going on and anyone else who's counter to that is in the wrong yeah until they're not in the wrong anymore yeah and um then it just happens over again it's just it's just this this cycle uh it confuses me sat where i am today um but yeah if you're enjoying the stream uh, mash up that like button it really does support the channel helps us push out the content to like-minded individuals that might be questioning whether those other influencers got it right or they got it wrong um 
Cool. What are we uh, moving on to next, Nick? Have you got anything you want to cover off? I always have stuff I need to cover off because, you know, that's how we rock here at Cheeky Crypto, full of information. Let's check it out. Let's jump down into the charts for Bitcoin. Yes, this is Elliott Way Theory. Yes, it can seem a little bit daunting, a little bit difficult maybe to kind of get your head around, uh, which is why we put together a video course, Chris. That's it. That's what we so in LinkedIn, the description below, if you want to know more about Elliott Way Theory, check it out, uh, cheekyschool.com, LinkedIn below, um, where I explain it. But this looks more complicated than it actually is. Uh, Elliott Way Theory has a set of principles, a, sense of, a set of rules. You follow those rules without breaking them, uh, then, you know, generally speaking, the price moves and follows the rules. Um, so yesterday we were talking about, yesterday or the day before, I think over the last few days, uh, <coughs> We're talking about this move. <coughs> I'm going to cough again. It's really annoying. Uh, we are talking about a move up towards the 22,044, which is our 38.2% retracement, which happens to be our way four. And then we have our way five coming down here uh, towards 21,092 and 21,314. And I'm pleased to say that it looks <coughs> like we hit our target. We actually also touched on this area up here. This one is the 22,084 and 22,464. This is a fair value gap. Uh, also, from a smart money concepts, this is an imbalance. Um, and this area here is an area that we will be revisiting. Okay, so even though we're going down, in my opinion, towards our fifth wave target low, we should be aware that we are more than likely going to be moving up back to $22,500 because that fair value gap is there uh, and that imbalance from where the institutional candles were appearing. So just be aware of that. And again, the Smart Money Concepts course will be on cheekyschool.com and you can check that out for you, knowing a bit more about imbalances, liquidity, and the principles behind um, about smart money. And SMC and EWT together is really, really powerful. Anyway, as you can kind of see, we are heading down towards our targeted low. I'm just going to go and do some sense checks because we did move up a fraction more. So we'll just go ahead and adjust this ever so slightly so that we actually get this now aligned to the move that we are expecting. Um, and... I would say it looks like we are doing a 53535 down here. So we're not doing a diagonal. It looks like we're okay uh, at the moment. Um, so 21,065 to 21,302. Uh, that there would be... Oh, let me... That's bad. I don't want to get rid of that. Get rid of that one. There we go. Uh, that's the targeted range there um, on our hourly chart. Okay. So this is basically uh, Bitcoin, USDT, hourly, Binance. Okay. That's kind of where that goes. You can see there's a big three wave structure. It's 335. Okay. So it's corrective. It's not trending. Um, although it's possible that this does actually turn into a trend, but we'll keep an eye on that and see if that is something of concern later. Um, but for now, it looks like that. My expectation is that we come up. Right, we fill that fair value gap at around that 22 and a half to 23k and then from here it's all fair play as to whether or not we end up with like a, you know, another five wave move down um into those lows right now my expectations are that we will actually be dropping down quite a bit um and there are some key areas to be thinking about okay so we'll keep an eye on all of that now <clears throat> From our weekly time frame, we can, of course, acknowledge that we got rejected from the 200 EMA in like the same way we did back in August um, of 2022, right? We can see that we had that June low, right? The bottom was in. We moved up to our 200 EMA. We got rejected and we fell down. We came down into the November lows. We've come up. We got rejected from the 200 EMA. Okay, so again, expectations versus reality. Expectations, according to many of these other big channels on youtube or on twitter and all that kind of stuff is that we're going to the moon right and all this is is just a dip to the downside before we have that fantastic moonshot to the upside right we're going to the moon that's kind of the narrative they only have one story it's the same story every time um now in reality is that there's no guarantee of that whatsoever and if we follow the wyckoff accumulation pattern get rid of the stocks there uh, we can see that there are two different patterns two different ways that this can play out um, and the wyckoff pattern for those who do not know is a manipulation pattern it is basically an institutional trading strategy that gets implemented to grab liquidity okay and again this is why smart money concepts is really important because on schematic number one right we have this spring event that occurs here in phase c in schematic number two we do not have that Okay, where we are on this journey at the moment is in a phase B, okay, as I have it drawn out here. For example, this 
selling climax is down here the automatic rally is here then the upper resistance line is here we come down into a secondary test of phase b that's down here we've come up above the automatic rally but not above the resistance line that is this peak just here we've got now come down and we've got to test the secondary test of phase A, which is this one just in here. Testing this area, 18,626, is going to tell us whether or not we are in schematic 1 or schematic 2. Because you can see we find support in this range and we test it once, twice, three times and then we go up. Over on schematic 1, we lose it as support, we find it as resistance, we go down into a spring event. Okay. Now, considering the whale wallet counts have not been accumulating... I think there's a higher probability that we come down into a spring event. Okay, and we'll talk about 13, 14, maybe even 12. Who knows where that's going to go yet? Okay, structure is going to be key to that. But essentially, it does look like we are still following this schematic. It does not anywhere on this, in this daily chart can I draw a spring event. There's nothing up here that tells us that we've followed any of these schematics so far. This is the early, uh, earliest stage that we can see. That is one that actually shows this down here as the selling climax. Um, I've drawn it over this side, but it's possible that if this invalidates, we just have to realign everything as this is the selling climax and see how that plays out. But for the most part, this is the only way I can draw the Wyckoff accumulation pattern. And we've come back down now lower than the automatic rally. And chances are that we're just going to test this range and then move down and so forth. So for the most part, we are kind of doing exactly what we're kind of expected to do here following a Wyckoff accumulation pattern based yet to be decided whether or not we are going to have a spring event or not I think we are because well whales aren't buying and a new lower low would shake out some retail investors and um, so for the most part rejection on the 200 uh, weekly EMA and did anyone catch the golden cross it was fantastic right we went down um <laughs> I say I jest, I jest. Right, buzzwords. Um, everybody loves the easy to use tools like trend lines and EMAs and SMAs or MAs. Um, and they love to manipulate those so they get nice bullish kind of sentiments, get the clickety clicks on their videos and their, their, uh, their Twitter feeds and whatnot. But essentially, it's all bullshit um, and it isn't really anything to do with the market structure. Um, if you want to be really true to yourself and, and all that kind of stuff, then then you should definitely be thinking about learning how to read a market structure because the market structure isn't just a trend line drawn on the chart. It isn't a moving average over a 21 period or 50 period or 100 period or 200 period. Or if you really wanted to try to mess with it, 15 over 50, who knows, right? You can draw all the golden crosses that you want, but if the market structure isn't ready for it, then it's not going to happen. Um, and that's what we see, okay? So uh, Elliott Wave Theory helps you with understanding structure. Um, so does Smart Money Concepts. It's why we like them on the channel. Uh, link below. Check it out. Awesome. Um, what's your thoughts on HBAR? <laughs> uh, I like HBAR's tech. Yeah. Uh, I think Dell's joined their governing body now. Yeah, they've got huge um, you know, people on the on the governing body. Yeah. But, you know, it's... it's uh, <laughs> uh, anyway... Yeah, I'm not even going to read that one. <laughs> uh, anyway, do you want to get into the live chat, Chris? Yeah, let's let's do it. It's a Wyckoff. Wyckoff. Um, Everybody loves a Wyckoff ever since 2021. I don't really care for it myself, but it is what it is. If it follows it, great. You can kind of track it. It's easy to track. Uh, all that kind of stuff. Well, I say it's easy to track. Apparently it isn't because people are drawing it wrong on YouTube videos all over the place. Yeah. I'm going to cry myself to sleep tonight. We're only at 214 likes. I thought this was alpha content. Uh, I thought it was deserve, uh, like we'd deserve more than that. Hit that like button. <laughs> uh, it looks like we've got a spelling mistake in our in our description. We'll sort that out. <laughs> Where's theory? That theory. Apparently, I mean, oh, I can't okay. look because I'm obviously in. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, looking at the time. <laughs> like, like I'm going to see it there. Um, cool. Um, any questions i guess let's have a look rather than me go through all the previous comments sc going after paxos busd issuer uh we dumping how i mean how accurate are the wyckoff patterns historically um well the thing is it's it's not something that you can say how accurate it is it's something that you are either following or you're not following it's it's binary it is or it isn't um and unfortunately people's interpretation of it generally just like Elliott Wave theory right people draw it wrong 
right? And then say, oh, it failed or it's not. But it simply is you're either following the schematic or you're not following the schematic. It is not something that you can say how accurate it is. It is literally you're doing it or you're not doing it. Um, and you got to bear in mind that these Wyckoff patterns, they like distribution or accumulation, are done by institutional players. Mm. And you got to ask yourself, are they actually even participating? Yeah, we've got one here. Ran made a lot of money in the last pump. He's permanently bullish, but uh, he is up. Annoying. Um, yeah, is he? Is he actually up though? It's I not mean, a trader, so I don't well, know. Yeah, but like. Um, he lost money uh, probably on Solana. He's probably lost money on Luna. He's probably lost money uh, due to FTX. Um, you know, this, yeah, I've got nothing against Ran. I, I quite like the guy, but um, like what I would say is, you, you tend to only hear about the the victories, <clears> not <throat> the losses. Um, so yeah, just yeah. be mindful of that. Um, not suggesting that. You know, Ran is doing I that. I mean, if um, he's made some money, fantastic. It's great. But we also have to bear in mind how he's made the money. Yeah. This is a sum zero game, right? So, I mean, we're all in it, right? We have, So we have to be true to ourselves, right? If we win, someone else has lost, right? So if Ran's won, someone else has lost, right? So if he's made some money, great for him. Fantastic. Great. You know, he's starting to... The road to recovery after FTT, after Solana, after um luna. luna right so after making you know some some horrific uh losses you know he, he's finally on the road to recovery that's fantastic yeah for sure um yeah typical gambler only hear about the wins it's a it's a uh common occurrence like across all sorts of different you know aspects of life isn't it you only really tend to see the good things the things that people want you to see and know about so there you go cool awesome um <coughs> any other questions i guess um, 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 whales are buying ftx apparently <laughs> i've heard the same thing oh, i don't know where what uh, uh, why because they might reopen uh, they found a lot of money down the side of the couch nick um, oh, it yeah, wasn't just... it wasn't a fraud after all it wasn't a Poor fraud Sam. after all Poor Sam. Oh. yeah Rams yeah. guy uh sheldon the sniper only uses inflows of coins and not both inflows <laughs> oh, and outflows well there you go but then he i've seen him try to do some elliot way theory and that was also cringeworthy so you know it's what it is <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, I don't want to uh, say anything. I, I, I stay out of the the YouTube video world because I I can't deal with people's inability to follow simple instructions. Um, like when it comes to rule based stuff or anything that's analytical, right? It's it's just logic. And uh, when it, when it, yeah, people just make it really painful. So I can't. I can't watch it. I can't deal with it. It, break, it hurts my head. It hurts my head too much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thoughts on Gala? Uh, really like it. Um, too expensive right now. Um, yeah, I mean, it went up quite nicely after a few announcements and stuff and yeah. some FOMO and, and then obviously the DXY and all that kind of stuff. Uh, any news on the cheeky metaverse? So um, this is our club in the metaverse. Uh, so we're just waiting for a few of the uh, games to to launch and um then we just need to decide which one we we go in so um yeah we've already got land in multiple um games metaverses whatever you want to label them up uh it's just a, a matter of uh selecting the right one yeah yeah uh crow i don't know if somebody's asking me to crow like a bird or <laughs> <laughs> i just um what's your thoughts on on chronic well, they survived so far. It has. Um, so that's a positive. And when the money starts flowing, could do well, maybe. What's your thoughts? Yeah, I just can't see like it doing well unless something changes. I think all the changes that were made were, were negative. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. 
So I mean, in terms of the card, anyway, which is yeah, not yeah. really related to CRO. Um, other well, than the fact you, that you get rewards in Chrome. yeah, you're going to get less it's a big rewards part of now. It. It's a big yeah. part of it. Yeah. Um, unless something changes, and uh, <clears throat> this is I always say that because you know a project can just change their tokenomics. They could just do like a burn, or something could happen. Um, they could re revise the changes that they made and make it better again. Um, so yeah, I don't think it's bad. Um, yeah, but I'm not going to hold too much of it. Uh, are we expecting lower lows for Cardano, Nick? Um, I would say there's a strong possibility of it, but it went down lower than I was expecting to start with. Like my 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 always my target's always been twenty two point two three, right? That was always my kind of low end. We got to twenty three. So we went up. Now, does that mean that we're going to go down lower effectively than my previous estimated lower, 22.23? Possibly. So, yeah, I'm holding out to see how the, the moves map out, really. But um, I'd say it's a possibility that we're revisiting those lows at least. Yeah, we've covered HBAR already. Uh, thoughts on Filecoin? I think there's better out there, but it's not a bad project. I just think uh, our wave will, will do better long term. That's my thoughts on it. Um, yeah, I think that we should uh, probably look to wrap it up, Nick. Uh, the tokenomics of uh, PLU are way better than Crow. Um, yeah, I completely agree. The only problem with a lot of these these cards, Nick, is uh, if you're somebody like me that has a really mm -hmm. long name, um, you can't actually onboard any, any fear. <laughs> so you can't actually use the card. I got yeah. my Plutus card. I can't use the damn thing because my name. It's mad. Um, Binance yeah, is the same. I can't onboard money onto to Binance because my name's too long. Doesn't fit in the uh, the um, what do you call box. it? The reference box. Yeah. Uh, when when you when you're putting <laughs> uh, fit onto the exchange. So yeah, at the moment I have to use the really expensive uh, Coinbase. Yeah. Yeah. Um, will Matic ever go under one dollar again? Yes, I'm pretty certain it will. <laughs> yeah, and I'm going to be buying a lot of it. Awesome stuff. All right, then, guys, I think we'll wrap it up there. Um, 264 likes, 451 people watching. Smash it up, guys, as we exit the stream. Really do appreciate that. Uh, it does help build out the cheeky community even more. And uh, with all that said, done and out of the way, hope everyone has a fantastic day, and we'll catch you all in the next one. Yeah, take care.